0: This is an RWPV production. We'd like to advise this podcast contains descriptions of disturbing violence. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Hi guys, welcome back to I Think My Fridge is Haunted. Hi, I'm Gemma. And I'm Esther. Hi, how Hi. are you? Hi girl, how are you doing it's this week? It's been a whole week. It's been a whole week oh, man, of rain and crime and cats and... And Ivan
0: Malat on his deathbed. Oh yeah, Ivan Milat. Now, I mean, by the time this goes <laughs> to air, he'll he's probably, probably be dead.
1: dead. Look, um, yeah, he's, he's in high security now. They're counting down the days slash hours. And have you seen recent photos of him? He is literally a skeleton. I saw that one
0: picture of him where he's on the where he's in the wheelchair. Yeah, and he looked pretty thin. He is. He looks like a skull. Yeah, crazy. Um, and they gave him like three months to live back in March or something. Yeah, yeah. You know what?
1: The stubborn people always last the longest. I know, and Ugh. he'll never. He'll never own up no never no no nah, not never gonna happen so you know what it's sad and i still think there are plenty of um bodies out there done by him but mm-hmm. we'll never know
0: for those international listeners listeners if we have any um ivan Milat is the backpacker murderer here in australia
1: yeah um wolf creek the movies wolf creek were based on him yeah so um Definitely. If you don't know, Ivan Milat, look it up. It is insane, mm. crazy, crazy. It's probably our most famous true crime, uh, our most famous serial killer. I think so. Yeah, Ivan Milat. I'd I'd put money on it. Him being our
0: yeah yeah our certainly Bundy. one of the scariest.
1: Yeah, definitely oh God, creepy boy. I have a story. I actually have um, my hairdresser, um, she got. She was on her way to a wedding up in the country one day, and she went down the wrong road with her best friend in the car. And they pulled up to this little house, and it was the Malats. It was like <gasps> Ivan's brother and, in New South Wales. Yeah, and they were as rough as everyone describes them. She like asked for directions, and he literally came out of the house with a gun. Wow! And then and then she made it back to the wedding, and they and she told the story, and they're like, yeah, they're the Malats.
0: Oh, wow. So, they had a reputation.
1: Oh, yeah. Already. Oh, yeah. Rough family. Ooh. If you're a, a mulat listening, um, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is. You know what? Just um, tone it down a bit. There was that
0: brother that changed his name.
1: Yeah. You know what? You can't escape some family members, but at least try to change your reputation a bit. Mm. Anyway, guys. Um, Let's take care of some business. Yep. Yeah.
0: Uh, going back to the Crumbles murders in episode oh, yeah. one, while I was editing, um, I noticed that instead of investigators, I said investors. Oh, did, did you hear that? No. Inve- when the investigators came to the, the crime scene, I said when the investors no. came to the crime scene. And I can't remember if I edited it out or not, because uh, I just thought to myself, oh, I sound Yeah, like I idiot. said,
1: yeah, I, I said, um. People can't offend themselves instead of defend themselves. <laughs> did you? That's somewhere in there, so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick that yeah, up. Yeah, I did each time. I, I picked it up as I said it, and I was like, eh, you know what? It's <laughs> been a long day.
0: And the other thing uh, that I wanted to mention was Chris, our producer. Our
1: amazing producer. <laughs>
0: has found out uh, soda fountains. So. <laughs> Our friend Patrick from episode one sold the the soda fountains Mm. and we were like, well, you know, are they like, uh, what did you, what do you call them? The modern ones? Soda streams, Soda streams. Yeah. Well, so it turns out that they were invented in 1832, but they didn't take off until the late 19th century. And so you could go to like um, a bar i think you called it a malt bar oh that sounds yummy a malt shop and you could get like um you know a soda or yum something fizzy you know not so ibs
1: sufferers back then would would be at ease a little bit i guess
0: is that good for ibs
1: yeah i have it oh really i'm I'm drinking soda water right now
0: i thought because of the bubbles that it exacerbates. apparently it
1: helps (laughs) maybe that's why i'm in pain all the time maybe it maybe it doesn't help i don't know all right anyway (laughs) do you have a fact from the freezer i do have a fact from the freezer let me just find my fact okay fact from the freezer is oh should i do my serial killer fact or my spooky ghost fact
0: well i have a serial killer fact and i have a weird science fact okay go with a ghost fact
1: ghost fact this one's random My fact is Lady Gaga is afraid of ghosts, specifically a ghost named Ryan that's apparently haunting her. Mm -hmm. And she ended up spending $50,000 on an an electromagnetic field meter designed to detect when poltergeists are around.
0: You don't need
1: to spend $50,000. I mean, (laughs) seriously. I mean, if you're Gaga, I would. But it would be more to, like, summon the ghosts. It wouldn't be to repel them or, like... I, I I'd
0: Hang on. So it picks up on them and it repels them?
1: No, it picks up on when there's a poltergeist around. So what? She can run? Probably. Yeah, I think she's super paranoid about Ryan the ghost. Wouldn't it be cheaper to get an exorcism? And is Ryan a modern name?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, people die all the time. I mean...
1: Yeah, I just don't think it's an old spooky ghost name. So if he's a modern ghost, she could probably just have a little chat with him. He's probably just a fan. Uh, But then if you're like a superstar, like she would be, I would be kind of freaked out by ghost fans, fan ghosts. Because they're the creepy ones.
0: It's the rules of ghosts, isn't it? Oh, yeah, we have to come back to
1: ghost rules. We're
0: always talking about what are the ghost rules. (laughs) We still don't know.
1: Guys, if you're a ghost out there, send us an email. And tell us um, some of the rules that you have to abide by. Can you stalk Lady Gaga when you die? Yeah. Um, can you stalk... I guess, yeah. Because a lot of ghosts do... Don't they follow their like their loves? Yes. Their lost loves? That, you're technically a fan of the person you love. So that just falls under the umbrella.
0: I'm stumped.
1: Mm. Okay. Well, Lady Gaga, if you're listening to, to try- us, send us an email. Yeah, thanks Gaga. Cheers. Mm. Okay. <laughs> is it your turn or my turn for fact? Uh, do you want to give a fact or am I going straight into my my story?
0: I think I was going to go, okay. wasn't I? Okay, do your fact. No, I'm going to do my fact at do,
1: Okay, do your story.
0: I'm going to do my story. Here we go. Oh, this is the wrong story. Hang on, let me just, let me find my story. So last week or a couple, yeah, last week when we were talking about Mary Vincent, mm. I said that next week I'm going to be doing a super violent one. Yep. And um, it's not a fun one. Yeah. It's yep. not a funny one. It's not an enjoyable one. It's actually quite a disturbing one. So definitely, definitely a trigger warning. Yes. Violent assault and rape.
1: Jesus, great.
0: All right, <clears throat> buckle yourselves in. Definitely buckle yourselves in, and you know.
1: And don't listen to this around like your family at yeah, dinner time. You know what? It's um, not kid friendly. If you if you if you're not wearing a shirt, put one on because it's not that sort of vibe. You know, if you're feeling sexy, stay away from the sexiness because this is not a sexy story. No. Just don't listen to this um, at work. Put your headphones in. Put your headphones in. (laughs)
0: Definitely put your headphones in. Okay, go. Okay, so today I am doing the amazing story of Alison Botha.
1: Mm, I haven't heard of this one. Okay. Okay, I'm excited. Is that the right word? No. I'm nervous. Yeah. It's not a nice story. (laughs) Okay, let's do this.
0: So, to begin with, I'd like to give a warning that this case does involve some extremely violent details, and I'd be very surprised if this case did not shock you. Mm. However, I feel like
1: it is a case that needs to be heard. Yeah. Like all, well, majority of survival stories. Is it Mm. a survival story? Well, we'll see. Oh, God. Okay.
0: (laughs) So... Uh, to start on a serious note uh, we live in a time where violence against women is such a big issue especially where we live in Australia Um, we hear so much about women being attacked in parks attacked in the home in the workplace this story is very much part of that conversation okay even though it doesn't take place in Australia um, this crime actually takes place in South Africa In 1994 so Alison Botha at the time is a 27 year old woman working as an insurance broker in Port Elizabeth she had spent the day with a group of friends at the beach and apparently they had a really fun day afterwards they went on back to Alison's apartment and they had pizza and they hung out there at around 1 am, Allison drives her friend Kim home. But when she got back, she realized someone else was parked in her usual car parking space near her apartment.
1: Okay, spooky.
0: So she had to park a little bit further away than mm. she normally would. She finds a park, but it's next to a tree that blocks out the street light and it's pretty dark. Mm. She parks there and she's reaching over to grab some laundry off the passenger seat to take with her up to her apartment. And as she's doing this, her car door is suddenly pulled open and standing there is a tall young guy with blonde hair and he's holding a knife. Okay. And he says, move over or I'll kill you. What a piece of shit. So at this point, how would you feel? It's, uh,
1: just sick.
0: It's hard to say, isn't it? Like you know, it's hard to say. Yeah, it's like fight
1: or flight. But exactly. if you you caught so off guard, um, I don't know. It's that's such a scary scenario.
0: And I always lock my doors when I'm driving. Always, yeah. But she's parked. She's, she's about to go into a yeah. house, so you have to unlock your doors yeah, when you're about to. She's literally
1: that. about to hop out of a car.
0: So there's nothing she could have done mm. in this situation. So she moves over in the car seat and he gets into the driver's side seat. He tells her his name is Clinton and that he doesn't want to hurt her. He just wants to use her car for an hour. Mm. She tells him he can take the car and leave her behind, but he doesn't. Instead, he tells her he's looking for someone because there's something he needs to do. And he drives into one of the high streets in Port Elizabeth and eventually spots this guy who he tells to get in the car.
1: So is this guy a stranger? The, one, the, the next person he abducts? He's not abducting him.
0: He's picking up a friend oh. or an acquaintance. God. Okay. I see where this is going. Horrible. Yeah. So he calls this guy that's just got into the car Tienz. hmm And he introduces him to Allison, saying that she is their new
1: friend. Yuck. Oh, no, yuck. Oh, my God. Okay.
0: They drive out to the outskirts of Port Elizabeth and there's no one around whatsoever. And this is where the story just gets so shocking and so horrific. Mm. So they're in this desolate area and it's like a nature reserve near the beach. She says that they drove past the last, the last streetlights yeah. and she sees them as being the last vestige of hope as mm. she sees the last streetlights disappearing into the you know the darkness yeah uh and by the way i got most of this information from um articles and also from this amazing documentary called allison and it's available on uh amazon video
1: okay amazing
0: so this guy who says his name is clinton says are you going to fight and she's thinking well i can't fight no no He sexually assaults her and rapes her in the car. He asks Tienz if he would like to have sex with her too. And during the conversation, she realised this guy Clinton is actually called France. Tienz rapes her extremely violently. So they're kind of playing this good guy, bad guy Mm. sort of game. Outside of the car, the two men stab her in the abdomen and pubic area more than 37 times. Jesus, Tien's cut her throat and Franz pushes him aside and proceeds to slash her throat 17 times. 17 times. Yep. She says she could see the moon behind him Mm -hmm. as she is being attacked. The men drove off, throwing her clothes out of the car. She says she could hear her own breathing through her severed windpipe windpipe, and she thought she was dying. She talks about having a near-death experience, leaving her body, looking down. She knew she could go back and have the chance to live Mm. and all of a sudden she felt herself back in her body and hearing that awful sound again of her Mm. breathing. Jesus and I suppose where she is as well, it's, it's right on the outskirts of the city. There's probably no other noise.
1: Yeah, well, that's it.
0: She wants to make sure they don't do this to anyone again. So as she's laying there, she writes the names Franz and Tienz in the sand.
1: Good on her. I'm
0: getting goosebumps. It's just a crazy story. She feels something wet on her legs. And realises that her intestines are outside of her body. Jesus Christ. I know. She drags a piece of clothing over to her and uses it to hold her intestines against her body. And she manages to get up. All of a sudden, she can only see black. Okay, (laughs) this is just so crazy.
1: She reaches up. Oh my God, don't tell me. (laughs) <laughs> don't, even, don't tell me that like her, something's happened to her eyes as well she reaches
0: up and her hands go into her slashed neck and her head is almost
1: severed oh and it's fallen god. backwards between oh. her shoulder blades my god so what she's seeing is, is the sky oh my god i'm so sorry you guys i oh. think i've just ruined both your lives my god oh my god I I know can't (laughs) okay keep going
0: so she has to hold her head up wait so was
1: her neck do you know if her neck was broken no
0: by some miracle literally her neck was not broken so they had slashed like the muscles and (sighs) the tendons oh but the neck itself so that she couldn't hold her head up
1: I'm just craziness okay
0: so she not only has to hold her intestines against her body, but she also has to hold her head up. Jesus Christ. I just. And she walks and walks and walks until she collapses. It's so similar to Mary Vincent. It is so, so, so similar, similar and to Mary this Vincent. next part is really similar too. Mm. A car drives up, stops. Oh my God. And then drives off. Do we ever find out who was in the car? No. And she's completely naked as well. So it's so much like Mary Vincent. It's crazy.
1: Disgusting.
0: Another car drives up and this one stops. Okay. The guy who gets out of the car runs to help her. Thank God. Okay. She can't speak and she's terrified. Jesus. This guy happened to be a veterinary st- student. Oh, honey. <laughs> they call an ambulance on a mobile phone. Thank God one of them had one. This is 1994. Reception as well, I and mean. And reception. Uh, oh,
1: disgust! I'm just...
0: They had to wait 40 minutes for an ambulance to come. This guy is called Tian Ellard. hmm He asked... He asks the ambulance drivers to speed up, but they give him the impression that they think she's not going to survive. So they really weren't bothering to go very fast. Mm. He ends up transferring from vet student to a medical student. Oh, my God. So he ends up going to uni for about 10 years and becoming a doctor. Oh, my God. After this incident. The surgeon who treats her meticulously cleans her intestines using a bowl and his hands. They were covered in dirt and sand. Oh my
1: god. Okay.
0: By some miracle, blood vessels supplying blood to her head and brain were not severed. In addition, none of the 37 stab wounds to her chest and abdomen penetrate her heart, lungs, and
1: other major organs. How the hell? It's... This story is... It's crazy. You couldn't write it. Like, I'm not a religious person at all. Mm-hmm. But... You have to wonder. It, something like this is eerily, like, how the hell? You know, how the hell do you... Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it's its a miracle. I don't believe in any of that, but, like, that is weird. Weird. Like, is. It's some speechless. sort of divine intervention. Yeah, it has to. Like, it's it's just craziness. Craziness. Mm-hmm.
0: In the morning, the police come to investigate. The officer knows of Franz because of a previous robbery he was involved in. They give Alison a folder with pictures of criminals, <sighs> and she points to both Franz and Tien's. Not only that, but she writes their names on a piece of paper. Uh.
1: God, good job, girl. Mm -hmm.
0: The police officer says it would be better if she physically verbalised the names. But
1: is her vocal cords just completely gone?
0: Uh, Dr. David Coman, who had been taking care of her, was horrified because it meant he would have to remove the tube through her trachea.
1: But she writes down, take it out. Why do they need to hear it? is it the pronunciation of the names or like maybe she maybe her spelling is off like I think if they have two forms of
0: her conf- confirming the names I just think that's so inappropriate it, it is inappropriate but it's just that double 100% confirmation
1: mm.
0: of that these people are the
1: ones that they're looking for so do you know if her her vocal cords were severed
0: yeah oh her her trachea is is open then how is she i don't know really
1: oh god
0: so the doctor takes out this tube that's helping her breathe and she tells them i guess in sort of a whispered yeah sort of voice um the names of the men who attacked her (sighs) her friends from uh work come to see her and they are shocked to see how bad she looks. And her eyes are so bloodshot, they look like they're full of blood. Mm. She says to them not to worry. She hadn't even broken a nail. Honey. Even though all of her nails were broken. Oh, girl. Franz and Tien's are arrested. And when Franz is told he's being arrested for attempted murder, oh. he asks why attempted. And he's told Alison survived the
1: oh. attack. Oh, my God. He, remo- I bet he went white. I, yeah, I, I bet. <laughs> it's what
0: a. Oh, it's a, Emily Kay opening her eyes on the fire. It is, isn't it? It. That's
1: like that is it's a Mary, mic drop. It's like, Mary like, yeah, there you
0: go. Po- it's Mary pointing with her
1: with her hooked. prosthetic yeah. hooked
0: hand. Yeah. Uh, at the perpetrator who oh. cut her arms off. This is just goosebumps. The whole he, time. When he finds out that she's alive, he removes a ring from his finger. What? And gives it to the police officer and says, This is hers. Oh! <gasps> the police Piece officer. Of shit. I know. The police officer notices there's still blood on the no. ring. No! After Ugh. five months, Alison has to relive the ordeal again when the court case is being prepared. She talks about being so scared, identifying the perpetrators through a one way glass. Yep. Judge Jansen remembers Franz declaring he was a Satanist with demons in his body, uh, what a
1: loser. which
0: the judge believed was doubtful. <laughs> the detective who brought Tienz and Franz to the courthouse, and his name was Melvin Humpel, mm-hmm. he told them he's not going to handcuff them outside the courthouse. Why? The reason why he didn't want to handcuff them was because he wanted them to run so he would have an excuse to shoot
1: them. Oh. Uh Ugh.
0: it was found that the men had carried out at least 3 other rapes previously.
1: Disgusting.
0: Uh Judge Jensen said that if the de- death sentence has be- had been constitutional at the time, I mean, he would have considered it. He considered them to be a threat against society. And never wanted them to be released mm. from prison. Uh, after which, when they were being taken back to the cells in the courtroom, Tienz smashed his hand against the wall on the way to the cells and yelled, F you all. Little coward. It just shows that he's got no remorse. No remorse whatsoever.
1: No, no. No.
0: Allison spent months in recovery although the doctors said she would likely never have children. She received an invitation from the local local Rotary Club to speak about her experiences, like Mary Vincent. Yep, here we go. And she began doing them all over the world, in fact, to larger audiences after that. She says she is not extraordinary. There are no extraordinary people. There's only ordinary people that do extraordinary things. I swear I've heard that before. I think I have too. Yeah. In 2015, Alison was informed that her attackers may be given the possibility of parole. parole, Of course, of course. Which terrifies her.
1: Can you imagine them?
0: Uh, And the sentences that they were given. So, Franz Dutrois, three life terms, no parole. Mm Mm-hmm. Tien's Kruger, one life term, plus 25 years, no parole.
1: Okay, so why are they being considered? I don't know.
0: It was specifically told that they should never be released. So Franz, you're not going to believe this. Great. Oh, and also Franz's father committed suicide two years after the crime
1: due to the guilt of what his son had done. That's see. This is so. It, it's so upsetting when family members wear that ex- guilt, experience that that guilt. Yeah, like, especially when the perpetrator blame, has no remorse. Yeah, like a lot of people would be like, "Good," but no, it's not. It's yeah, exactly. They're going. They're victims as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's really sad. I hope. Is it Franz? France. I ho- that was his dad. Mm-hmm. I hope he felt some sort of tinge of guilt then like well it was the demons apparently so no, just. we don't know
0: I'm willing to guess no guilt because mm. of a, what you're about to hear here we go Franz wanted to give an interview for this documentary that I watched Okay. called Alison in return for a letter of forgiveness wait what signed by Allison. god he's a pig Mm-hmm. Plus, a percentage of profits from no. book sales and public speaking engagements. No,
1: I hate him so much. Backdated. Oh, I hate him so much. What does he look like so I can, like, visually kill him in my head? Uh, Blonde.
0: I'll put pictures up on the okay. Instagram page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the filmmakers declined. Good. But apparently he said that he was responsible for Alison receiving all of this success. Oh, well, so he should share in it.
1: My God. My God. My God.
0: Okay. Uh, also, apparently he, ca- he currently has a fiancé in the US.
1: Oh, no, no, okay, that doesn't surprise me. And has full use of the internet. Oh, great. You can friend him on Facebook. Are you serious? You can. I'm going to look him up. Yeah. Right now.
0: I don't know if his name is Franz Dutois on Facebook. I have no idea, but
1: um, block him. Let's have a look. Franz. How do you spell Franz? F-R-A-N-S. Um, there's two people coming up. One, his profile photo, are like um, Samurai. Um, and there's no other information. And then the second person lives in... Uh, he's married and he's old
0: I'd say it would probably be under a fake name. Yeah. Damn it would Damn be, it. like completely private because this guy would be getting so much hate.
1: Oh, no. But I reckon he'd get off on it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyway, we have
0: a happy ending of sorts. Hmm. Alison gave birth to two
1: sons. Oh, my God.
0: I know. <laughs> and the assisting doctor at her second birth was... Oh, no. Tien Ellert, oh. The vet student who had helped her on the night she was attacked.
1: God, I'd name my kid after him. Maybe she did. I don't know. Oh. Isn't that nice? What happened to Dickhead and Dickhead?
0: Well, I, I, I think they're still in prison. Oh,
1: that's right. He's on Facebook. Mm. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, he'd be on Facebook whether he's in prison or not.
1: Or him being dead. Let's hope he's having a tough time. I hope he's having a that tough time. That was...
0: And that was Heavy. the
1: story of Alice and Botha. That was one of the heaviest stories of the five we've done. Oh no! <laughs> As in of ev- anything I've heard. <laughs> I know, it's horrible. It's there's it's, something about it's a horrible story. The heads being mm. almost decapitated that really messes me up. Like um, she's amazing. That is just uber uber disturbing. Oh my god, girl. Okay, well that made me feel sick, and um, I'm going to Google her after and have a look at. She's rad. She's just
0: she's rad, and oh, we should
1: find out if she is ever going to come to Australia. Well, we might, yeah. And we could, yeah, um, yeah. If she's doing her motivational talks, God damn. Ah, uh, she's amazing. Yeah, I just I'm. Feeling a lot of mixed things right now. I know,
0: it's, it's a hard one to, to get over. So I think we should probably try to lighten the air a little bit. How do you feel about that?
1: Yes, please.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God.
0: do a fact is it a good one it's a stupid one <laughs> okay let's it's a bit gross that's good i love gross okay so during your lifetime you will produce enough saliva
1: to fill two swimming pools that's gross i know i hate spit uh... hate it you know phlegm is my least favorite word on the uh... planet it's up there with moist oh my god and um vagina okay it's just not a good one it's not a good word yeah, phlegm's not good.
0: And it's even spelt like in a really. It, you have to unattractive use phlegm to way. say it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just gross. Anyway, but I thought I'd um,
1: well, that's a good give one. you that. That's a good one. I still feel <laughs> sick, but I'm in a different way. <laughs> I'm feeling all sorts of sick right now. <laughs> I've just ruined everyone's day today. I really have. <laughs> Okay. Oh. I'm not gonna be able to look at anyone's head for a while. No blonde men. I'm gonna delete my Facebook account. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just a rich tapestry of horribleness. Yeah. Disgusting. The horror. Okay, guys. Well, my story is super random. It's a little bit all over the place because it, this is a really hard top secret topic to actually research i can't wait i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> and i was sitting in um a restaurant in thailand researching this and there was a whole family sitting next to my table s- watching me like frantically um uh, writing down all this crap about this next topic because but and they saw the title on the pages and they just looked so freaked out so um let's get into it okay do you remember owning a Furby in the nineties?
0: I never had one, but I is know serious? what they are. Those okay. creepy little balls. Yeah, they're like um, eyes.
1: They're like if you had a potato and you rolled it in some fur, and then you stuck two eyes really close together, and it has a beak, and it has ears, and it's like fluoro. I did
0: have a Teddy spin. I don't know what that is. Okay, you're too young. Do you, you know what a teddy bear's being is, Chris? Don't you? Okay, so it's a, a similar similar. Um, it's not those concept. ones that lay
1: lay an egg, and you have to no. birth it and stuff. I'm not ten. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Hatchimals, you mean? Is that a hatch? It's like the cheap Furby that people who couldn't afford Furbies would buy this weird Furby that would, like, lay an egg and you'd have to raise it. I didn't have
0: either of those. But a Teddy Ruxpin was um, an 80s thing. Yeah. And it was this gorgeous teddy bear and it had, like, an animatronic, like, like mouth. And you could put cassettes in its back with with batteries and it would tell you a story. I had that too. Okay. And Teddy Ruxpins are, like... Um, they're often haunted. Like, I took the, the batteries out and, and still- all of a sudden I, w- I woke up at 3 a.m. and the Teddy Rocksman was telling
1: me a story, but it was backwards <laughs> and in slow motion. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. No, well, this is about Furby's Gemma. Awesome. Okay. Um, I remember when I was a kid, mine was absolutely terrifying. Really? It would... I just remember I lived in a haunted house. Oh, and um had to come back to that one it's, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a lot of stories, girl. Cool. But this I remember um my room was the most haunted in the whole house and my Furby would go off every single night at around three AM and it would just I can't really remember what they do, but I'm pretty sure they they'd make like Argh. they make they have their own language wow so it would like just go off in tongues yeah it kind of just like makes this squealing sound they're horrible things and it kind of like vibrates and kind of moves around and they're shocking do, do you remember what color it was yeah mine was green okay green and purple I think because I was obsessed with dragon so everything was green
0: what was the concept with them like they copy what you say or something
1: Um, I think you just took care of them and they just kind of talk back to you in their own language. Is that like a really early form of like AI? I think so. I don't know how they say like AI learns. Oh, well. I'll get to that. Okay. Okay, cool. This is the conspira- <laughs> This is the Furby conspiracy if you guys ha- haven't caught on already. But, awesome. Um, there is huge conspiracy around Furby toys. All
0: right. I'm going to let you get to it because okay. I'm really excited really, about it. It's really
1: it, – there's some weird stuff going on. Um, okay. Now, to, to zoom back to the creepy stuff, we have to place ourselves in America – Within the U.S. government because the government was also freaked out about Furbies. What? Yeah. That's the crazy thing. They are like... Okay. If you guys have listened to last podcast on the left, which is my Bible, (laughs) some reader or listener wrote in one time and said their dad worked it, this is how i found out about it their dad worked in the military yeah and the guy that wrote in um said he received a furby for christmas and the dad had it removed and like destroyed straight away and he's like we are not allowed these in the house and they do not ever buy furbies what yeah so okay i have so many questions but just yeah i'm right? not gonna say anything okay, yet. okay. Yeah, so like the government doesn't like them, military um, and it all links. You'll see in a minute because I'll link it all.
0: Well, okay. I'll try to.
1: It's really hard to research. So it's a little bit all over the place, but mm-hmm. we're going to give it a go. Okay, so I'm going to um, give you some statistics about these, these crazy little horrible things. Okay. Um, when Furbies were most popular, it was around the 90s. Yeah. Um, more than two million were sold in America. I don't know the statistics in Australia, but I know in the nineties everyone had a Furby. There mm-hmm. were two living in my house because my sister had one too. Yep. Um But you and this is a direct quote from the National Security Agency. Oh my god! In America, <laughs> this is what I mean. It's crazy. <laughs> You won't find a single Furby here at the National Security Agency.
0: (laughs) Rest assured, I'll sleep well tonight.
1: Claims CBS News correspondent Bob Orr. (laughs) In <laughs> fact, the U.S. Satellite Intelligence Operation has altogether banned Furbies. What
0: the hell? They're like tiny <laughs> spies. <Yeah>. Like gremlins. <laughs> don't trust them. I'm <laughs> telling
1: you guys. I'm don't just, trust I'm, your Furbies.
0: I'm just kind of like having these images of them like <laughs> peeping around corners and like, coach just clear, like let's go. they do, freaky do, 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 do.
1: little things. I just... Jet okay, packs. so you guys must be wondering, <laughs> what, lol? Yes, what, LOL. <laughs> The US government is, is accusing Furbies of being spies. Mm, the plot thickens. Um, they're manufactured in China. And apparently they are a secret stealing bugging device designed to listen in on potential sensitive conversations. But isn't that just what iPhones and Facebook do? Yeah, but this is in the 90s. True. That, yeah, this is true.
0: And you least, We're just used to it now.
1: Yeah, that's we're just, just used to being spied on Tuesday. and having all that information
0: interrogated yeah,
1: just without now. us without permission
0: but that is yeah that is creepy though isn't it yeah, it
1: is Yeah, i mean
0: and i wonder if they were like uh programmed to pick up on certain words
1: well that's it that's the thing and like every top not not like
0: not <laughs> top like
1: like a band t-shirt <laughs> no it, it came <laughs> top men <laughs> wait my headphones have just fallen out too <laughs> so ev- ev- I mean picture a big head honcho in some sort of military organization. Yeah. gifting his kid in the 90s a Furby. Leaving it like under the Christmas tree while the while like the wife and the Husband are having a conversation in the living room, yeah, and just kind of panning in on this on the gift on the gift, and it just like Is it slightly calculating, vibrating, calculating, uh, like recording everything and sending it to
0: China, the mainframe.
1: Yeah, that's it. You wouldn't suspect. You wouldn't suspect the Furby.
0: It's just so innocent looking, and I mean that sarcastically. I
1: know. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're creepy little things. They're horrible. <laughs> So, the NSA was said to remind their employees, and this is legit, within the National Security Agency, that personal audio equipment is strictly forbidden. Quote, this includes toys such as Furbies with built-in recorders that repeat the audio. Now, I never remember my Furby actually copying what I said.
0: Okay. I thought that it was kind of one of the things that they were supposed to do. I never. But I never had one, so I don't know.
1: I never remember it. Copying me, I just remember it kind of going... It literally... The only sound I remember it making... And I'm going to try to do it, so... Yeah. Judge away, guys, because I'll be judging myself. But it kind of would sit there, and then it would go... "Mm," And then it would vibrate and kind of like shake back and forth. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Like it was possessed.
1: Mm, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But um, they're shocking. They're they're creepy. Uh, Don't trust them. Anyway. Okay, guys. So, you may be wondering... I don't remember my Furby actually copying me, like I just said. But um, Furby, this is another quote, Furby has absolutely no ability to do any recording whatsoever. It just repeats pre-recorded lines, which I remember it doing. And that was said by Roger Schiffman, owner of the company that makes Furbies called Tiger Electronics so this guy is now trying to defend the furby right yeah Yeah, because it's becoming like a quite the conspiracy this is up there with jean benet ramsey and 9-11 i
0: mean it's not (laughs) like you can send two million furbies to guantanamo bay is it oh
1: can you imagine (laughs) (laughs)
0: that would be funny (laughs) two million tiny cells imagine (laughs) just an army and they're like sad and smoking
1: and oh yeah they're having to like (laughs) leave their loved ones at the airport writing letters leaving their pregnant furby ladies behind and like having to deal with ptsd afterwards (laughs) (laughs) having like a whole heap of like furby therapists and like
0: it's like that three dollar hat
1: what oh <laughs>
0: that got stolen. He's still he's still in therapy.
1: I wonder where that hat is now. The one that um Lawrence Singleton stole. I hope he's okay. I wonder if that's become like an infamous hat, like if he had to return it. That'd be really interesting to know what happened to that hat. I don't know. It's
0: probably like in some evidence file somewhere.
1: True, true. <laughs> um Once again, we've got Schiffman saying, we know that Furby has artificial intelligence. We're just not sure what kind of intelligence the National Security Agency is working with now. Interesting. Mm. Okay. So with all this said, don't let Schiffman fool you guys. That's not to say Furbies don't present some threat. The FAA has altogether banned Furbies. So, the FAA is um, the flight board or something in America. (laughs) I couldn't actually find what it stood for. What,
0: like aviation board? Yeah. What, so you can't take one on a plane?
1: You cannot take a Furby on a flight. What the hell? Yeah. And if you do, it has to, they have to have like the batteries or something taken out.
0: Even to this day?
1: I don't know about, well... Have you seen a Furby in years? I haven't no. seen a Furby in years. I just They've all gone.
0: Yeah, you can't even see them in, like, options. You cannot
1: buy them again. So maybe that's part of the conspiracy. Where have all the Furbies gone? Eradicated. Mm, that's a thing. Now, this is where the cray-cray the stuff... Starts to happen, even though it's already pretty crazy. I think we've had enough
0: crazy for this episode, but I'm ready. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> Rumors started circulating that phobies were being developed to begin driving cars by the year 2000.
0: Oh my God, that's just such a cute <laughs> image, though, isn't it? That is hilarious. I think it's terrifying. My waxist was telling me today. <laughs> <laughs> she was in Tokyo recently, like a couple of weeks ago, and she did this thing with her husband or her boyfriend, and they did this thing called Mario Kart. Oh, I'm, where you yeah, like put you on, drive like, around? You dress up as Mario, like in a full body Osaka, costume, Tokyo, yeah. and you just drive around in a cart around incredible. the streets. It's seventy bucks. Have you done it?
1: I wanted to do it, but my husband doesn't have a license, so <sighs> we couldn't. But yeah, it's seventy bucks. You put on a costume. You get a go kart, and I think it's like two hours of just driving around either. They go really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you go. It's crazy. But that's what
0: I'm kind of envisioning—kind of that kind of level of ridiculousness with like a little Furby
1: driving, like a, <laughs> like a well, little do you car. Think you would be driving a little. See, I picture it, in it like a Toyota like, Yaris. You know,
0: like in Toy Story, where like all the little aliens they all kind of band together to drive the car. Or would it be like, like ten of them would be like a leg. five
1: Furbies standing on top of. Each other's shoulders exactly. to make a normal sized man.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they p- just put a hat on, it looks normal.
1: Yeah, well, I guess it would look completely normal, wouldn't it, Gemma? Has anyone
0: <laughs> seen a Furby drive a car?
1: <laughs> look, there's some people that look a lot like Furbies that have their license, just because I don't know how the hell they have their license. <sighs> so there's a lot of questions that need answering. Just keep but, going. I mean, it's 2019, so we're 19 years late and I haven't seen a Furby driving a car, so. Thank God. Well, I don't know, girl. Um, as well as, okay, here's another one. Furbies uh, all, were also said to be um, developing technology to launch their own space shuttle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that I could deal with. Because you're getting them off the plane. Because they're away. Yeah, yeah. You, you're just sh- shipping them off into the, into space. So it's like, all right, good. Well, not our problem anymore. Yeah, But well, that's it. <laughs> um, one woman even claimed her Furby was singing Italian opera. Now, this doesn't shock me that much because they used to sing. Okay. And my this is what mine used to do in my room. It would do like this weird little melody. It was creepy as hell. I I'm mean, not going to reenact it.
0: Which is fine unless, like, you know, PK Zoo is, like, code name for bomb This Suburb. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. This seven-year-old is a threat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got one.
0: <laughs> code red.
1: <laughs> okay, more weird Furby rumors. It is said that one of the chief designers... Was that of Doctor Enrico Elongato? I don't know if that that to me that's a very fake name. <laughs> yeah, um, It's said that the Furbies were not built in a standard toy factory. Oh, but in the very f- infamous underground Area, lair, Area Fifty One. Oh,
0: <laughs> what? Yeah, like thirty stories underground. Yeah,
1: man. Yes, this gets deep. The original spelling for Furby, and in my notes, I've actually misspelled it. (laughs) Okay, okay. Is an acronym describing what the quote-unquote toy actually does. And apparently it stands for Frequency Unit Rendering Behavior to Incoherent Emotionality, later shortened to Furby. So let's try to um, break that down. Frequency Unit Rendering Behavior. Okay, so... I guess it's a little box that's trying to um, uh, disrupt behavior of the incoherent emotionality of a human being. So that's that's, my that
0: says to me either they're monitoring behavior, behavior, behavior,
1: mm-hmm. or they're influencing behavior. I think they're influencing.
0: And what was so, so uh, the F? So e. it was
1: F-U-R-B-I-E you, and now it's now, then it was just sh- shortened to F-U-R-B-Y. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Same pronunciation, different spelling. Okay. Yeah. I can see you writing it down. I appreciate I'm, this. I'm writing it down and I'm just, I'm taking this very seriously. <laughs> yes. This took me three days to research because it's so all over the place. it is also rumored that the first batch were created under instruction from the u.s secret government Um, we don't even have a name it's that secret experimenting with advanced artificial intelligence and by u.s secret government here we go dr olongato claimed it was direct instruction from unnamed sources from area 51 aka aliens what (sighs) who's in power at this time we talking clinton oh god was it bush i don't know i was a kid what did you have a date of the 90s the 90s (laughs) late or early (laughs) let's go mid (laughs) This is just after Iraq. (laughs) Yeah. (gasps) Just after
0: Iraq and just before 9-11. Oh, oh my God. So, you know, our our paranoia levels are pretty high.
1: Yeah. No, it wasn't high at this point because 9-11 hadn't happened. So maybe the Furbies were in the lead up to 9-11. Because this is the 90s. Yes. So we weren't paranoid at this point. We were paranoid about all the internet crashing and stuff in 2000. Yes, Y2K. Mm, Girl, just keep digging, digging, digging into the land of conspiracy. Um, So basically the recording devices that are said to be inside the Furbies have been programmed to transmit information from their owners' homes to a monitoring center in Area 51. That's nuts. Yeah, so we've we've gone from... The story blowing my mind. It's going all over the place because originally the info was being sent to China and now it's to Area 51. And beyond. <laughs> yeah. So it's just jumping all over the place. But w- do we know that there's not another Area 51 in China? Well, I think uh, we do.
0: I think Air fi- Area 51 is redundant. I think it's, it's basically... It's a distraction. It's completely a distraction. Totally. I think totally. Area 51... Of twenty nineteen is
1: completely. It could be in the middle of Australia. It could be in the peninsula, like where you least least suspect it. Like, what's a weird derelict building? The the one by Office Works in Frankston North.
0: (laughs) It totally looks like zombies live there.
1: What that um that hotel that motel?
0: It's near there. The one that looks like a
1: castle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. It's you know that's been rated the most dangerous building in the whole of Australia. Yeah, like, that is the most dangerous plot of land you could go to in all of Australia. What, because
0: it's got, like, asbestos? Or no, like, of, like, it criminals?
1: is uh, crime. Maybe
0: phobies live there.
1: Oh, my <laughs> God. Girl, we're, we're delving into some deep territory. This is dangerous. Really dangerous. We're probably going to have the men in black rock up this in a few minutes. This reminds me
0: of that podcaster you were telling me about. What's his name? That Admiral oh, um, Darkface or something.
1: Ah, something fake golden face golden face i think it's golden face or is that um jim Halpert's character from the office Uh, look either way there's a there's a podcast out there and he's an ex-military dude he he's he goes by i think it's golden face but um he was he was talking about some really creepy topics that like was super secret and then he just disappeared
0: just disappeared like you and he only did like five episodes of five episodes
1: and there were scary topics yeah um really creepy like he knew about the furbies i reckon and it, well you know what if i disappear then that's fine because i'm broken like
0: <laughs> why is that fine well i won't have
1: to worry about money yeah but where will you go oh, i don't know it could be nicer than like it could be guantanamo to bay my- with two million furbies it could be Area 51 and I finally get to meet an alien. Mm, I don't think that's where you go when you get kidnapped. Could just be the works in Frankston. Another programming feature that might relate to all of you ex-Furby owners is the UFES, which stands for Ultrasonic Frequency Emission System. UFS. UFS. <laughs> <laughs> <Yoofers. laughs> Doesn't ring any bells? No, it didn't for me either. Well, according to my source which is Spaceport 666. Oh, my God. (laughs) They must know everything. It sounds pretty reliable to me. Several times during the night, some furbies are designed to disperse a UHF. Oh, that's a totally different acronym to what I just said. Yeah, you said (laughs) UFS. Disperse a U F E S signal, which can penetrate walls and be heard that's in quotation marks, by the owner at a subconscious level. Okay, what? Okay, so this means that at the dead of night, the Furby puts out a signal that can only be heard by its owner through a subconscious level. And what does it say? Like buy Coca-Cola? No, I think it's like kill your father. Oh. Stuff like that. Just your run of the mill like bad influencer. (sighs) God, sort of messages.
0: And was there any evidence of anyone actually following these uh, subliminal messages? No. (laughs) Okay, so it's just a thought. It's just Well, according to
1: Spaceport 666, this is just one of the features of the Furby. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, And uh, some of the um, messages that this Furby would disperse is said to have been stuff like... um, Kill your family. Okay, so these little messages that it's uh, the Furbies are putting out. This is said to program the owner such that he or she or them can be better desensitized to alien presence. So I think it's like pumping out like high frequency waves or something to to prepare humankind for when the aliens rock up you know what i'm giving
0: you like small doses of how it's it's gonna feel so that when it actually happens
1: yes you're somewhat ready so like if you're laying in bed and the furby starts going off and your hair starts to prickle like your nipples get a little bit hard or something it's preparing you for when the aliens rock up right okay yeah cool Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so that reminds me... That sends me PTSD of when my Furbies used to wake me up in the night singing. But I never remember my nipples getting hard. But then again, I haven't met an alien, so... Are you scared of aliens? No. Mm, What does that tell you? Mm. See, a normal person would be. Mm, Girl... Mm. There was also a rumor that there were a batch of furbies designed for violent acts that used the UFES to in, to instigate violent behavior in the owners. Now, all I could link this to was my parents' divorce around that time. Okay. But, um, it, that doesn't account for anything. They just didn't get along. I don't blame the furries, furbies for that. <laughs> and I don't blame furries for that either, if there's any furries, furries listening to us.
0: What, those people that dress up in like... <laughs> yeah. Wolf costumes? <laughs> yes. Oh
1: no, no, they're good. They're a good no, they're not. They're a lovely people. No, they're not. Are what? you a furry? No. Have you seen their like cult stuff online? No. Oh. I thought they just went out and party. No, there's like... there's like a there's like a sexual thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but that
1: doesn't make them bad. No, but you should just just look it up. I'm gonna send you some stuff. I'll post some furry stuff. All right. I'm not kink shaming, but I don't like fairies. I'm sorry. All right. Or furbies. <laughs> Um, my, yeah, my Furby just used to creep me out. So, um, but I don't, I, bu- I don't blame that for the divorce though. So believe what you want to believe, but if you have any Furby stories, please send us an email.
0: Absolutely. I
1: would love to hear some Furby stories. I would love to hear that too. And back me up on this crazy conspiracy. And I hope this has kind of blotted out the nightmare that was Gemma's story. Cause
0: yes. <laughs> Should we call this episode, I Think My is Haunted? Ooh.
1: <laughs> yeah. I like it. It's a good one. Oh, my God. Okay, deep breaths, everyone. It's over. <laughs> that was nuts. Yeah, so. I hope I hope everyone stayed, stayed yeah. and, and, listened, and dealt with that. Yeah, I hope so, too. But, um... Tune in, guys, for all our episodes. You can find us on the website that is you Yes. I'm not good at technology. Um, you can find us on our Instagram page, which is the same title as our show. Same with Facebook. Um, send us an email. That is... At uh, we, well, we don't really have a proper email yet. So no, maybe just send just a message. message on our We Facebook probably know page. you guys. It's probably like, hey, mom, I know you're probably listening. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> it's going to be like. like Sorry my,
1: about the divorce. My, sh-
0: <laughs> my friend Jill already sent me a story about her haunted house.
1: Oh, sick. Okay, I
0: should, I'll, I should say that. Um, read that out in the next one.
1: Cool. That'd yeah, be great. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Cool. Alright guys, um tune in next week and we'll see you in the fridge. Bye.
0: <laughs> see you in the fridge. I love it. <laughs>
1: Have you taken out your hearing aid? I'm just going to roll with it, I think. you sure? You know what? I'm going to take it out. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That can be our intro. (laughs) Have Have you taken out your hearing aid?